Welcome to Nerdables episode 157. This week we're going to be talking about the Rogue One trailer and we're going to talk about Guy Ritchie directing the live action version of Aladdin and much, much more. Let the nerds take over! Us? Huh? Joining me this week are Chris and Ethan. Hey. Welcome, guys. First off, we want to send a shout out to our missing brother in arms, Mikey, who may or may not be alive in Japan. We have no idea. <laughs> yes. Because he just doesn't contact anybody. <laughs> it's so weird, though. Last week, I had two people that I know in Japan. Yeah, and I also had a friend that just went to Japan last week. I was uh, like, for what? For their anniversary. Japan's or blowing up. Yeah. The manager in the other store is going to Japan next year with her boyfriend. Don't say Japan's blowing up because, you know, they already had that happen. Oh, wow. Too soon. Uh, no. Oh, speaking of Japan, and one of the things we left off was, uh, uh, I wanted to call it Nero Godzilla. Godzilla. Shin Godzilla? Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla opened to <laughs> reviews. Yes. But, um, Very odd film. People that I know that are Godzilla fans did not like it at all. I know. That's what I, I was surprised. At. This is the Godzilla film that everybody's been asking well, for. Well, again, this is, as, as we pointed out with Man of Steel, Justice League, Suicide Squad, and what we've been debating in terms of Rogue One, you can make any film look good in a trailer. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a great trailer. It was a fantastic trailer. What we didn't know was all of the shots of Godzilla are in the trailer. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So you could just watch the movie by watching the trailer. Pretty much. He's in the movie for like less than... He's in the movie less than he is in the Gareth Edwards Godzilla film from two years ago that everybody complained about. It's probably a good thing that Mikey's in Japan as much as he wanted to see this movie. I think he's, he'd probably see it in Japan. Yeah. I, know, I know people were talking about, like, oh, it beat Finding Dory or whatever, it's opening weekend. But, of course, I mean, that's, that's a cultural thing from there. But right. nobody I know, um, uh, my friend Brandon, who I work with, is a big Godzilla fan. And he went to see it. He saw it, he saw it um, subtitled, because I guess there isn't a release in dub yet, or at least not out in theater. So they mm-hmm. went to the theater, they went to see it, and... There was so much reading he couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's a boardroom like it's yeah. a boardroom film. Well, that's what the bad thing is. You end up watching the subtitles instead yeah. of the film. That's a debate I always had when when I was watching anime a lot. I I always watched dub, and you'd have a lot of guys who were, um, uh, uh like purists. Who yeah. Said, no, no, right. no, you gotta watch the, you gotta watch the sub. You gotta watch the sub. And I said, if I'm watching something that's supposed to be visually stunning, I don't want to sit there on the bottom, my eyes going back and forth just trying to read. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that that I really felt like I should watch subtitled rather than dub is when I saw Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes. The language is so beautiful. Mandarin is a gorgeous language. But the problem, even when I had that with that, with that movie, was I ended up watching it because the movie itself is gorgeous. Yeah. And I would I had to watch it twice well, back I, I, to back. I watched it like four times. Yeah, I saw I, it twice in the theater for that very reason. The right. second time I went, it was just like, okay, I know the general crux of the story. I can just kind of watch the thing. And then exactly. And see the letters on the bottom and... You're kind of just just going through it. I mean, it's something I learned a long time ago when I read Shakespeare when I was in high school mm-hmm. and in college. They said read it once by you know you go up and the up and down where you read it and you're like okay what's the footnote okay that's right okay and then the second time you read it without the footnotes right and you can really get a handle of the language. Uh, I'm trying to find Tom Feister had um, he's a comic book artist that I follow on Facebook but he had one of the best reviews of Shin Godzilla. Uh, While you're looking that up, speaking of... Yeah, uh, so, okay. He has a bunch of... Quick review of Shin Godzilla. Ever wanted a Godzilla movie that captures the pace and drama of an episode of NPR's All Things Considered? <laughs> uh, <laughs> quick review of Shin Godzilla. Wow. Ever wanted a very slow, unfunny episode of Parks and, Rec- Parks and Recs with oh, occasional God. appearances of Godzilla? Quick review of Shin Godzilla. There are 324 ceiling tiles in Theater 6 of the Regal Hollywood 24 in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, the, the going through here... and it's I, I love looking through... Uh, Feister's comments because it ends up being all of these artists that I know. Sure. Like I'm going through and I'm like Rod Wingham. Rod, Rod Wingham drew, he and Ron Wagner traded off in the, the uh, Marvel comics of the 80s and he's one of my favorite artists. Like he was really, really good. I'm like, oh, Rod Wingham's on here. Larry Hama's on here. <laughs> Cully Hamner's on this. Oh my goodness. Some of my favorite artists are here. Um, so, but uh, that that kind of summed up the, the same thing when I showed those to Brandon. Brandon's like, yep, those are all accurate. In fact, he, I think he took a picture of the, the, the Parks and Recreation one. And people were so excited about this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, not, not, not the, the Batman versus Superman or the Suicide Squad type things. That, they have that. But because it's a 
Japanese Godzilla. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's a couple of people said it almost feels like, and it probably is, it's made as, in a way, it's a satire of what bureaucracy does in natural disasters. Mm. Um, as aforementioned Rod Wigham mentioned, this is from the, the thread off of uh, Tom Feister's. So the best part was the fact they used uh, Akira if Okube's original score throughout, battle scenes were great to look at thanks to all the hardware shots, but the endless boardrooms and multi-layered subtitles plus the total lack of heart was just draining. Mm. Um, I have to admit, at one point, I fell asleep on Fire says, me too, several times, actually. Ouch. Uh, the way Brandon described it was he, he thought maybe that was kind of part of the joke is that it's there's so much of this boardroom, meeting room, talking about what to do rather than doing something. It's almost a... Uh, a um, of not a vindication. Um, I can't think of a word. It is said, but a way, you know, a criticism of how governments handle natural disasters. Obviously, you know, you have Japan that's hit by earthquakes, it's hit by you know natural disasters, the the the, the, the nuclear, nuclear power plant, yeah, yeah, yeah and stuff like that. And one of the things that you can run into is that bureaucracy keeps, you know, th- that red tape and all of those pieces are a big part of why natural disasters are so deadly because the after effect is it takes you days if not weeks to finally do something as people are scrambling around yeah as you're trying to figure out who does what we had it here with hurricane katrina i mean we saw the well, even matthew the disaster. seemed to, yeah. to, they seem to be on the ball with matthew. they get much better because of hurricane katrina but yes. at that time it was you know you can level all the criticism you want and people are like well we blame this instead of this well, you know you gotta blame everybody yeah mm-hmm. you know louisiana's the the city of new orleans the state of louisiana and the federal government all dropped the ball because all of them turned to the other one Mm-hmm. The city of New Orleans went, hey, Louisiana State, fix it. We can't. Hey, federal government, fix it. We can't. You're supposed to fix it. And then the state of Louisiana says, no, the city of New Orleans is supposed to fix it. And so people were you know, further hurt or died because of that slow, yeah. the, the slow pace of that kind of bureaucracy. I don't think anybody said it. Um, well, you know, speaking of, uh, of Gareth Edwards' uh, Godzilla, Apparently at New York Comic Con, and this we, we kind of missed over the or missed this because I didn't even see it until uh, this week. There was a poster for Kong, or you know the new movie coming yeah. out. That when you hold up a black light to it, it shows you the symbol for the um, the the company that was uh, uh, you know your your in Godzilla. Yeah, your Japanese guy's c- company that was uh, that gets attacked, you know. Anyways, it shows that, and then it shows some dial or some some words that are from John Goodman's character saying that his, John Goodman's in in the new Kong movie. Oh, okay. And he, it says that um, I guess you know a, the, the company in the Gareth Edwards Godzilla. Yes. Yeah, because they've already said they're sharing. They're, they're, they're sharing yeah, universe, eventually. but. But they're even somehow saying, Godzilla is going to, or uh, King Kong's going to grow to be twenty stories high. Is the only thing that can right. take on Godzilla is that size. I'm thinking at that point it's going to be it's going to be an army of Kongs. But apparently you know, like on forty the, foot tall Kongs that are just running up Godzilla and like ripping spines out and stuff like that. But apparently the way that the poster was saying is that there's a part of Skull Island that Godzilla monitors or stay you know he 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 stays at because apparently it's some there's some kind of text in there that says you know. He was, his breath was fire, and his eyes were, the, you know, and it was this whole thing that <inaudible> referred to Godzilla, and you only saw it as if you put a black light up to it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool to, to tie that in, but yeah, apparently we have uh, Return to Skull Island, then there's going to be another <inaudible> Kong movie, or Godzilla 2, and then there's Kong versus Godzilla coming out in yeah. 2020. Let them fight. Yeah, that's all I can think that's of. All, <laughs> that's all I can think of. Every and time. honestly, that's all anybody wants in the film. Yes. Really. Don't give me... You're, you're going to get like a quarter of the way through the film, and I just want Ken Watanabe to go, we have decided to get rid of the story. Let them fight. And it's just 40 minutes of them punching. Of Kong and Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the last Kong movie that was done in like 2005 or whatever? Oh, it was earlier the, than that. Was Peter it? Jackson's? Yeah. yeah. Jackson's? Yeah. It was uh, like one of the best parts of that one. It's it's about 2004, 2005. Somewhere around there. Because I had started at Game Crazy because we got, because it was was on the the HD DVD. Um, But like a lot of people just liked the whole fight between Kong and the T-Rexes. Oh, that's what everybody, that's why they're doing Return to Skull Island. Because everything that happened on Skull Island 
was the best thing about the movie. Right. Is when they left the right. island. 2005, you're right on. Yeah. Good job. When they left the movie, when, when they left the movie, when they left the island, <laughs> that's when the movie fell to shit. Fell well, that's, shit. that's the story of Kong, but it's always the hardest part, because especially if you, I mean, I, I haven't watched that movie past the point in which they capture him, because it, well, one, it breaks my heart. Yeah. I was like, I can't watch this. I know what's coming, and it's just, <laughs> it's killing me. Yeah. And then you get, you know, like, the, the skating scene. I was like, oh, he just wants to be left alone. Just leave him alone. He just wants to capture one woman. Is that so bad? It just wants her heart. Come on. Isn't there a lot of big apes like us who just want to capture one woman to love? Oh, we're going to make this about you, aren't we? Hey, I never said I was an ape. You said, aren't there a lot of big apes like just, us? Just because I'm a little round and a little hairy. Little hairy. <laughs> <laughs> little Harry. Harry and the Hendersons was a little Harry. Hey, hey, hey. Sasquatch was a little Harry. Sasquatch. Be Squatch. A Yeti's a little Harry. The Yeti. <laughs> you, my friend. The Yeti. You're, I think you're you're confusing us with another friend of ours. <laughs> oh, wow. So, anyways. It's okay. He's not listening. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, Speaking talking of people, about we don't Gar- know whether they're alive or not. And talking about Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards? Gareth Gareth, 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 Gareth Edwards. Uh, we got the final uh, trailer. The hell with that. We got the poster. Yeah, that yeah. poster is awesome. It's still not my favorite of the posters. Also, my, my favorite poster is still the, the second release for Empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The special edition for Empire by... Um, it's not the uh, same guy that's doing the posters, is it anymore? No, no. it's... Um, Oh my goodness! Why he, uh, my, he did the poster for episode seven? Hmm. He did the teaser for episode seven. Yes. He actually didn't do the release poster for it. Yeah, I thought the why the, is the it? Poster oh my god! I have two of his books. No, I wanted to. Damn son of just keep going. Um, but we got the we got the the trailer that gives us the whole plot now. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we are we are well, did we really know? I mean, we already knew what the plot was. We didn't know what. The characters, and let's be respectful of people who don't want to watch that trailer. Sure, um, we know a lot more of the relationships between the characters that yeah. are there, which I was okay with because you never saw one of those characters wasn't even in the first trailer. Yes, and we kind of knew who the other ones were. If if you watched the panel at Celebration, you kind of knew the relationships of all of those other characters. Well, sure, but even the one that they showed in this trailer that wasn't yeah in at the beginning of the trailer, yeah, you, you kind of knew, but you didn't. Um, That's my favorite poster, the one that's on your phone. Oh, yeah, that's one of the fan posters. Fan posters, though. yeah. Not, mm-hmm. not an official release. Um, Drew Stusen. There it is. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Dave Dorman, but it's like it's not Dave Dorman. In fact, Drew Stusen hates Dave Dorman. Um, uh, but yeah, so you, you get a little bit more of those relationships. It's more of a, it feels more like a linear mm. tale in, in a way in, of the trailer. And the, the one thing with this movie, I think, is. It, it's easy, you know. It's it's, it's not as, as spoilerish because, like, episode seven, you didn't know anything. Here, it's like right. we know what the ending is. Sure. We know they get the plan somehow. Yeah. We don't know the specific fates Do of they... these new characters, but it's not like Vader's going to die at the end. <sighs> Lord Vader's dead. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's a clone. You know. <laughs> Somebody reconstruct him. I was like, he's a it's a clone. What? Um, that's how he's Snoke. Um, <laughs> God, watch that happens now. Uh, there, so the, the, knowing some of the it, it's like we know where this is going to end. It's just kind of how we go, we are going to get there and how these characters go through it. And that's why, again, I think that tone and difference in that film of it being a different type of Star Wars film is so important because there really is there's there's no real you know stake at the end. You're like, oh, I wonder if they'll get the plans. Oh, that's right, I saw episode four. Do you she realize this the is plans. the first the first movie we get at, that has. I mean, we had a beach scene in in episode three with Kashyyyk, but this is the first one that really takes place on a beach with with palm trees, and you know, we get to see the ocean. Well, yeah, because we haven't had a beach planet. Yes. So, I mean, every planet just has one type of. Naboo is the only Naboo is the only planet we've ever seen that has more than one uh, uh, territory. Geographic, (laughs) yes, yeah, one type of environment. The booze, that's why it's so special. <laughs> the, the humans that come from there are very important because they're the only ones that realize, look, there's desert, there's ice, and there's just sort of like a regular forest, and it's all on one planet. There wasn't desert. There was, there was grasslands. I'm sure there's desert there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they've, seen, they've shown enough of it that there's swamp. The fact that just there's swampland 
and grassland and a city and sea and, 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 and an ocean. Water, yeah. You're like, okay, this is this is more than I've seen on <laughs> one planet. But don't you remember because point. Anakin was like, oh, I hate Naboo because sand gets everywhere. He didn't hate Naboo because of sand I mean, not too. Naboo, but Tatooine because sand gets yeah. everywhere. It's so coarse, and he loved Naboo because it was lush and, and yeah. But he didn't go to all of it. No, it's true. And he's like, oh, this must be how the whole planet is, and she just kept turning like, no. There's like more stuff here. Oh, that's well, weird. Well, he's trying to make his excuses to stay because he just wanted to get in Padme's pants. Right? So anyway. No, he just wanted to complain about sand. And the it was, it was basically, no, they have they have a, a, a script and they realized there's only four pieces of dialogue in oh, it. That's right. So they got to the set and George Lucas was like, wing it. <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> Look, I, I no one's going to care. Look, at the end of this movie... We're going to have Mace Windu with a purple lightsaber cut off Jango Fett's head. Do we really need dialogue? I have a dinner scene. I, I have a dinner scene between Padme and Anakin, and that's all I came up with. The rest of it, it's you know. It's going to be really awkward. And, so it, and then there's a little bit where Anakin talks about how a dictator would be the better type of bureaucracy to have. But, yeah, you know, the rest of it we don't know. Um, Trump 2016. <laughs> wow. Anakin would totally vote for Trump. Oh, he totally would. <laughs> I think Trump's a good idea. <laughs> we should build. We should build a wall between us and the sand people. And make the sand people pay for it. <laughs> Is that what he meant by Mexicans? Yes, yes. Oh. they're the sand people. The sand people. Um, There's a lot of desert in Mexico. Yes, there are deserts. It's in like there you go. mostly desert. Yeah. Well, until you get to southern Mexico, then yes. it's all jungle. Um, the Yucatan. So yes, there was a trailer, and it looked great. It looked great. There's a lot more now. There's a lot more rumors going around, and there, I I don't know if there's like anything that's more substantiating the rumor, but a lot more people are starting to believe that that Jen is tied to Ray a lot more now. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know where anyone's getting that from the trailer. I don't. I, mean, I, I don't see nothing. where they get it from the trailer. But there is something from the trailer that does tie it to Episode Seven that isn't with any of other Star Wars movie ever made, other than these two. There's flashbacks, and we never. Had... Well, you don't have a flashback. You may have that's that's probably the opening scene of the film, and then it just jumps in time. Well, no, the way it looks in the trailer though is because she wakes up, and you see that she wakes up yeah, from a dream. But that can be, again, it. It's not. We don't know where it is. Right. I mean, the trailer is a trailer. She could just wake up because she hears an explosion outside. Sure. You know, so it, it's probably the opening scene of the film. I got to. I mean, if you're not going to do the crawl, just open the film with a cold opening, and then yeah. go into the you know just the Rogue One. Mm. Which we also saw how Rogue One got its name. Well, we said we weren't going to say anything. In the trailer. Specifics on it. Well, that's not being specific. Yeah, it is. You just said what the hell. Specific is the word I'm trying to get out. Um, Specific? So, as somebody who's been very critical of what they've seen and what they've heard about the film. I've not been critical of it. Again, you guys are not listening to me. It's a trepidation based on okay, trepidation their, is a better word. their schedule. and Nothing I've seen that I've been critical of. Everything I've seen has been fantastic. Sure. Everything, Everything I've heard, heard from people associated with the film sounds all right. But of course, yes. you're not going to have, you know, Felicity Jones is not going to come out and go, so we spent six weeks reshooting instead of two, and they looked at the film and said, this is crap. And, and then they made it into a piece of crap. We really Clap. liked the beginning. Clap. We thought it was great the first time that we shot it. And now they want to change it. Everything's really fluffy, and there's bunnies. And I think this film's a piece of crap, and I don't think anyone crap. should see it. She's never going to do that. No, of course not. I mean, this, this, it's the stupid thing where you, you, it's very rare when we've seen it once in a while where you've seen someone tank their own film. But even, you know, what's his face? <laughs> yeah, but oh, even then, yeah. even but then, even, the stars of that film didn't say that. Well, even you know, Ben Affleck didn't say that. Kate, uh, well, Kate, Mara, Kate Mara the week before was like, this is a great film, and I had a great time, and we have a great director, and it's awesome. I just don't want to work with these people. And again. it was waiting, it's, it, I mean, afterwards. What the right. fascinating thing to me will be is if any th- at any time are we going to get the real story of what happened mm-hmm. and what's going on. Like I said, it could be something where what they did is the right thing to do. I'm talking about it the other day, it was Anchorman. Anchorman mm-hmm. was shot... With the the main story was a bank robbery gang, right. and that's what he was covering it. And the Corningstone story was the B story, and they got to the end of the cut, and they're like, "This isn't good. She's yeah. way too important to do this." So they reshot a lot of it, and they recut it. There's a whole other film mm-hmm. because it was released, and, and then they, they were they were just like, "The hell with it. We'll just release it as a special film in the Best Buy package." And it's there, and it's a completely different cut. That's the first cut of the film. They looked at it, it's like one, it's not funny enough, and two. 
she's way too important to be this side character. Right. So they went back and shot more stuff with her and and um, and which Will Ferrell. That happens with some films. You know, I'm not I seeing mean, it happen. See, yeah, that's the thing. Jones did say she goes. You know, sometimes when you get to a, to a first edit of a film, but that's the thing. The first edit of the film, she says her first draft. That's not the first draft of your film. The first no. draft of your film is your final script, your early storyboard. That's the first draft of your film. And then you start to kind of redo it. That's not when you get to an edit. Your first edit, your first cut, is not the first. That's Look, like the, the only third movie or that really, The only movie that really put out their first draft of a script was Transformers Two. Yeah, because they shot it on the fly. Right. Lethal Weapon Four did the same thing. Yes. And those are terrible films. <laughs> um, the, the, I took issue with her. With basically her definition of that's the first draft. It's right. not. But yes, it's an early draft, and it could have been. You look at it and went. None of this works. None of this connects right. None of this mm-hmm. feels right. And it doesn't... If they were to say, this doesn't feel like the type of movie that we were, wanted to make, let's remake that film, great. But the idea, again, anyone who the, says that the this was the schedule... The, the one that... The, 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 anyone who says that this was the original schedule is wrong. Right. Because you don't schedule yourself for reshoots in which your film isn't even close to being done a month and a half before you're supposed to release it. Sure. But your trepidation didn't come until they said it wasn't Star Wars enough. The rumor of the fact that Disney execs, mm-hmm. not Lucasfilm, but Disney execs are looking at a film and say it's not Star Warsy enough. Right. That's my that's the scare. And the fact that whatever they said obviously led to an extreme amount of reshoots. Mm-hmm. These aren't pickup shots. This no, isn't no, no. this isn't hey, they flew from planet A to planet B. And nobody knew that they went there. Let's get Felicity Jones and Diego Luna. Get him in the cockpit. That set still exists, right? Yeah, okay. Get him in the cockpit, and she turns to him and says, I guess we're going to blah, 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 planet. Yeah, That's I, a pickup shot. Pickups, pickup shots are usually scheduled Pickup shots for, are, there's a different there's key, like a, something's two weeks wrong. that you said. You didn't you, shoot it right. Mm-hmm. You can't save that film or you whatever. You want to put a droid factory in the you, film. You don't have as much. You, <laughs> before, when you didn't have digital, where you couldn't control... You know, now you can you can manipulate almost anything. Sure. You know, if you put it in like, wow, the lighting isn't right there. Well, we can digitally change it to where it I is. liked actor in t- take one with actor in take. Yeah, you can you can kind of do that B sort of thing. So it's not as much of that. When in, if you're in a digital age and you're shooting for two and a half months mm-hmm. after your your initial schedule is done and you give yourself, you know, how many weeks and I want to say, well, there's always, there's always, there's always. You know, talk to Clint Eastwood or Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg had a hurricane destroy everything for Jurassic Park and still finished it four days early. Clint Eastwood has never filmed a picture over over the the scheduled date. I mean, Did you everything's say Clint been... Eastwood directed Jurassic Park. No, I said Steven Spielberg. Okay, and Clint okay. Eastwood. <laughs> Steven Spielberg turned in Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park with uh, four or five days early yes. um, because he was he cut certain things through but, it and, and the, stuff like that. Some people are going to go, well, yeah, but they shot this all on thirty five millimeter, and it's not that's not digital. That's that, that's but fun. it's all converted but to digital. Once, yes, th- that, and that's what I was just going to say is once. Once you shoot the film, it's uploaded onto a hard drive, and then it yeah. becomes digital, where you can manipulate and you can. Yeah, I mean, hell, a basic person you don't have to can change down, the negative anymore. Right, I a mean, basic person can yeah. sit down with with After Effects and can change. You know, yeah, sugar you, you look at you look at even with film. Once it's in there, even if you look at it and go, that color scheme doesn't look right. Right, you know, the black on the Tie Fighter, it, it just isn't. The dark white enough. balance you is completely it. Yeah. off. Let's that's, fix that's, it. That's, so it's not stuff like that. It is. It is. It's. It's story beats. It, maybe it's. And hopefully, it is better than what they originally came up with. So it ha- we'll see. Any with your trepidations, have. With what you've seen with the three trailers, has your your two trailers. trailers in the background one? There's actually three. It's the third one. There, there, they they released the the first teaser. Then there were actually two different cuts of the second trailer, oh. and I didn't realize that until I sat down Friday to watch or Thursday to watch the new trailer, and I was watching on Apple TV. They released that so early in the morning. I woke up. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, my God. Well, I, the funny thing was I put it on, and Beth goes, that's not the new trailer. And I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, I've already watched the new trailer. That's not the new trailer. I'm like, I haven't seen this footage. That's not the new trailer. And then I put on, you know, I was like, oh, okay, this is the new footage. Yeah, they like fan trailers out there and stuff like that. But no, this, these were on as official no, trailers. I was saying there was there was a trailer that was re- that someone put out on Wednesday that it was it was yes. so obviously using footage from the first one and the behind the scenes one and they they just put it out with. Did you see stuff. everybody guys so excited because they actually showed more of Vader in this trailer? And I missed it the first time. They, well, even, yeah, they just show him real quick. Yeah, but the, they, I guess I blinked and missed him. The I first like the fact time. that we we got 
Ben Mendelsohn's voice. Yes. Which was awesome. Yes. No, everything everything looks awesome. I'm really if it wasn't for if if we had never known what had happened, mm-hmm. then yes, I would be balls to the wall super excited. Are you more for excited this. for this than you were for episode seven? Yes. Because episode seven, if you want trepidation, that was episode seven. Because mm-hmm. it was like, ooh. There was a I was excited, but it was a nervous type of excitement. I mean, when you walked because, out of episode seven, you were you you loved the film. But then, as you, the more you watched it, the more you. I liked it a lot. I knew I wasn't. I wasn't as as crazy when I walked out as it's like Winter Soldier. When I walked out sure. of Winter Soldier, I'm like, oh my god, I need to see that again right now. Right. I walked out of episode seven, I'm like I want to see that soon. But yes. it wasn't like I want to go tomorrow. And it wasn't like it was a bad film. It was a good. No, no, film. it's a, it's a good film. It's but even it's JJ a safe film. That's JJ Abrams admitted it afterwards. We made a safe film. Yes. We put we put new skin on old bones because we made a film that was very Star Wars. Mm-hmm. If you look at the first 3 films, the original trilogy and you look at the prequel trilogy, you realize the prequel trilogy is not Star Warsy enough. Correct. Because Lucas attempted to do something very different. He attempted mm-hmm. to do something very different in episode 1 and make it a kids film for all intents and purposes with some very very hard edges in certain spots that just feel really really weird right and then make a political thriller and an action film in the next two mm-hmm. and it just there's so much that's there and he needed more time and he needed better actors and whatever but could you have it's seen a different the it's not it's, that's that's my scare that's my fear is People looked at those three films and they go, they're not Star Wars-y enough. They're not, they're not Star Wars-y enough. They're not Star Wars enough. We need Star Wars to be the same exact thing every single time. We interviewed guys two years ago about this. Yes. And although I agree with some of their points, I also hated the idea of boxing Star Wars into one piece. Uh-huh. What they're saying isn't so much that Star Wars needs to be a space western. What they're saying is, I want my Star Wars to be a space western. Correct. Those first three films, the prequel trilogy, is not a space western. No. At all. It just isn't. This one is. Yes. Episode seven is it's it's the the outlaws and the the, the mixed people when they go and they find mm-hmm. these different people. These are all classic hallmarks of a western. You know, you run into the hero a third of the way through the film when you run into Han Solo. Right. You've got you know the bad guys are chasing you. Uh, you're always in danger. Big parts of 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 these types of westerns. Mm-hmm. You can the Maz's castle is a shootout. Oh yeah. It, you know it's it's the shootout at the at the OK Maz's castle. See, I, w- I would love to see. Either Rebels or somewhere else deal with Maz's castle a little bit more, so we got to experience it a little bit better without having more. the shootout. I, just, I don't think we need more than what we already got. I mean, this, we want to take these little pieces, and everybody wants to take them out. I'd rather see something different, which is part of the reason that I like Rogue One. Part of the reason, like, I liked a lot of the different stuff of Rebels, and then something of Maul and Kenobi really kind of disappoints me because I'm like, I, we we've done that. Mm-hmm. That's th- enough. We've got. Speaking that. of which, did you see that uh, Ewan McGregor wants to do two Kenobi films? I don't think Lucasfilm wants to do two. I don't think. Films. So, yeah. Um, I just. I. It, it. It's again. I. What I want is, I want to push Star Wars in a new direction. Yes. And it doesn't mean that you throw away what the trilogy films will do, what a Star Warsy quote unquote film will do. It's just give me something a little bit different. Sure. Ethan, as a Star Wars novelist, what did you think of it? Novelist. Novice. Novist. Novice. <laughs> Novice. Novist. Novice. Wow. Did we clear that up? Novice. And you're the one drinking beer, and you're the one drinking water. This no, is. Oh, beer. there we go. Thank God. <laughs> He's got some. Uh, no, Got to drink like away a... the fact that his team beat a high school team today. Had, you know, his football. Had, there was <laughs> there was some time when we weren't going going to win that game. So, anyways, you know, I was telling you guys before we started recording is, you know, this uh, watching the the last trailer that was out was actually something that made me even more excited to see it. And knowing that it's going to be, you know, not strictly on, you know, following the timeline of the normal Star Wars films, it's going to be something completely different. It's still... But technically it is following the, the timeline because Yeah, but it's, it's not following, like, the, it's the, not in the middle Skywalker of the trilogy, family yeah. and right. all that So you're not following stuff. the same character yet. Yeah, so. huh, because he, Darth Vader's in it, and Darth Vader was Anakin Skywalker, so it's got... Yeah, we know he's not going Once to be Once he very... became Darth Vader, he was no longer Anakin Skywalker. Oh okay, thanks, everyone, um, Kenobi. He, uh, you know, it, it's from the rumors. He's not in the film for very long at all. No, he's in the film less than Godzilla is. Um, <laughs> in Godzilla's films that are called Godzilla. No, I still don't. I don't like. It's funny to me that uh, just trying to figure out what was it about Darth Vader that made him so ominous and like scary and everything. Even seeing him in a little bit of the trailer here, you see that pre- it's the presence that he has is what. 
really well, the first film and the second film really you, you yeah. you've you've kind of got that pussification of of, Z- of Vader that everyone talks about right. because when you go back and see Anakin he's this whiny little brat and, mm. and all the these Jedi. things yeah but you know, the first film that that first shot where he just walks in and you know everyone's dead around him I still love that meme where he's like you they say you guys can't hit anything look at all these dead rebels on the floor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are great um, but especially Dude, the second film I mean choking his own officers I was and, terrified yeah. of Vader when I was a kid yeah and and my school one for one of the uh, the school fairs that they do had somebody dressed up as Vader, mm-hmm. and they had the gymnasium completely dark, and they had a light-up lightsaber and everything, and he walked through that door, and, like, they literally opened the doors, and, to, you know, they rush in, it's dark, they open up the doors, Vader walks in, and all of a sudden the doors close, and the lightsaber lights up. I was scared out of my fucking mind. <laughs> I really thought Darth Vader When you Vader get older, the, the weird thing is when you get older and you realize that Governor Tarkin... <laughs> Is the most is, is, yeah, is no. really more scary because he's the one that gives the order to blow up the planet. Right. He's just like, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, go ahead and just blow up that planet. What? Yeah, check that out. Yeah, look what I just did. Well, I just murdered. Just... I just murdered six billion people because I don't trust you to tell Tarkin me. Tarkin is the puppet master. I would love to see in, in Rebels season three, Tarkin, Thrawn, and Vader in a room together. I'm sure that will be. I think that would be a great scene. I like the idea of Tarkin's voice in Rebels too. I think it's done, it's done really well. <laughs> yes. It's not. <laughs> did you like? Did you like? I do like the fact that the Tarkin in Rebels is probably more realistic looking than the CGI Tarkin at the end of episode, episode three. three. Yeah. <laughs> did Whoops. you Did you like Thrawn in uh, this episode today? Yeah. Did it feel like the Thrawn that you've read? It might be even a little slower and more calculating in a way, but yeah, I mean, it's the same. It's the 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 heart of it is there. The yes. soul of it is there. So. But yes, I'm excited for Rogue One. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not excited, but I'm also not saying that I'm not worried. But you. But and I also, would really, I'd really love to know. There's very few films what, you go into now that you're not worried a little, a little bit of these type movies. No, there's a lot of films I go into. I don't care. So that's the difference. Is it's like Civil this, War? Did you go into it with Civil War? Would be one where I'm like, please don't screw this up because I like Cap so much. But I'm, right. I'm going into Doc Strange and I'm not going. Please don't screw this up. I'm going in going. This should be good. And mm-hmm. if it isn't, it's no skin off my back. Right. You know, it's like, okay, you didn't ruin my childhood or any of that stupid crap. Do you, do you think now that they've gotten past like something like Guardians where they have made these outrageous, they, they've taken the outrageous and made it work, that something like Doc Strange Well, you got to remember, my, my love for Guardians is nothing like your love for but Guardians. But I mean, even Ant-Man. But Ant-Man's the same thing. We're, I, I, remember, Ant, my review of Ant-Man was, it's a Marvel film. Yes. Okay. That, that was it. Like, I didn't... I only saw Ant-Man twice because the second time I went to see it, I was with a friend who he hadn't seen it and was like, we needed something to do, so we went and saw Ant-Man. Right. I would have never gone to see that film a second time. I haven't seen Guardians the second time since. I watched Winter Soldier four times. I've watched, you know, I saw Civil War twice, three times in the theater, something like that. I can't remember. I remember when I used to go to movies four times. Um, so that's, I mean... That's the type of stuff. Doctor Strange, I'm like, oh, I'm more, more worried if you want to use that word for Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Because the premise sounds fantastic. And I loved the first Thor. And I mm-hmm. liked Dark World. But it's still not a, you know, it's, it's, it's a far inferior film. The first Thor movie is still your favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, you know, one of the three, yeah. You put Avengers Soldier. And, uh, Avengers. Every the time first like, Avengers. a good one comes in, Avengers falls a little bit farther. Sure. But... But you, um, Winter Soldier and and Aven- Thor. Avengers get you because the 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 Unlike. scope of Avengers and that first d- yeah yeah when that, you really start to break down Avengers that movie's terrible sure um, and Loki and Loki's great in that film He's but fantastic. that 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 circle the fight, around yeah the circle around is great the fight there is great if only I wish they could just go back and digitally change Cap's costume because God is I ugly. hated that costume it is a god awful costume I love Cap Cap's costume in Civil War. And I loved it because they, it's the, with, it's the with, Ultimates costume where it's it's a it's a tax suit. Yes. I mean, it's, he's basically he looks like a he looks like a shield agent that they just spray painted everything uh-huh. in red, white, and blue. I, I loved I and loved the, the original Civil uh, the, the original yeah. uh, World War Two. The World War Two one is the Ultimates one. That's yeah. what it is. He's got the web harness. He's got the helmet. You know, a, a, just a regular army helmet. That's what right. the way that Brian Hitch designed him in Ultimates. Uh, the way that Mark Miller wanted him was. Much more of he's a soldier who's kind of bulked up that, that yes. costume, 
instead of the spandex. And but the Civil got War the one was one. a lot like, it reminded me, it, it harkened back yeah. to that. Yeah, the, his his super soldier costume. Yes, in the beginning of of um, Winter Soldier, the same thing. I mean, that's what it's it's got to have padding and kind of armor pieces or whatever sure. you want to call it, Kevlar pieces and stuff. That's what it looks great. It looks horrible in Avengers. Oh, it's and horrible. I go back and watch it now, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so bad. This mm-hmm. ah, this this hurts. Yeah. And it it gets to it gets to the point where you're just like, gotta take this film down one more notch. I'm sorry, I just can't. I can't stand the costume. I just can't stand it. But 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 yes, yeah, so the original Thor, four, and, the original and Winter Thor Soldier is Thor two. and Winter Soldier, and probably Civil War are those three that that I get really excited about. And then you'll probably put in Avengers, the first Iron Man, even the the first Hulk. I like I like Ethan, Hulk. who Iron Man three was in there, or two, whatever it was. I think it was three. Was it two or was it three that you really liked? You had it up in that top five for a long time. It stayed two. there for a, quite a long time. Two's two's got some eye candy, but two just that dialogue. Yeah, I can't God. get past it. Um, but yeah, so something like Thor Ragnarok is the one where I go in going, I really hope this is good, and I'm worried that it's not. 90% of the films I'll go see, it's just like, okay, I'll go see it, and if it's good, it's good. If it, if it isn't, it isn't. But I'm ready to just put it out there, and, and, and I'll figure it out. And all of a sudden, I can't remember the last film I just saw. What did I say? Oh, I saw Magnificent Seven. Yes. Which was kind of exactly what I thought it was going to be, and mm-hmm. the worst final line in any movie ever. Oh. <laughs> that's just and, and they were mis- I haven't were seen it yet, but you ruined that. Magnificent. Them. And it's just like, nope, that just happened. <laughs> so wait, wait, that or Sucker Punch? No, no, Sucker Punch is a terrible film. Well, no, I'm this had last a terrible lines. last line. <laughs> That's that that last line is the same, you know, the same level of dumpster fire <laughs> with dog crap all over it as that film. Um, it's no, this is akin to the end of Godzilla, Hero of San Francisco. What? Yeah, are you out of your mind? What are you doing? Well, he knocked down a bunch of buildings, but and, well, he killed a lot of people. And, and he killed a lot of people, and, and then a lot we, of, we nuked but then off he, the coast. Well, he and like that part. No, but he, he no, he knocked down that other building. But then he shot. You know, he he did that fire thing, and that was cool. And he stopped it. And, and, and he stopped, stopped the two other butterflies yeah, from mating. He stopped, he, but he could have done that a lot earlier, I guess. <laughs> Wait, why are we calling him a hero? What? No, he's a jackass. We should kill him. That oh, dude, Hot Top Time Machine was on the other night. I saw it. I watched like the second half. I was like, I love this movie. I, I forgot I how good great. that movie was. <laughs> that movie's fantastic. Oh, I love that movie. Um, yeah, last weekend it was like Hot Top Time Machine and Aliens and something else was on. I just kept like flipping channels, so, watching five minutes of every one. Speaking, st- sticking with the Marvel thing, real quick. Um, Kevin Feige. Has, they've gone back. They've gone back and forth saying that you know the TV characters are going to show up in the Infinity Wars. They 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 already announced. Well, that they, had, the, they had a board with sixty different characters. Yeah, once the once the the brothers Karmazov there that all of a sudden oh, Russo brothers. Them, yeah, I want to call them Wachowski brothers. I'm like, nope, that's the Matrix, and I think those guys hate each other now. Yeah. Um, well, I think one of them's a girl now. Well, probably. Um, Russo brothers. They, the Russo brothers said from the start that they were showing you like eighty characters or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's just going to be a quick shot. It's probably already shot. I'm just when they shot Luke Cage, it's probably like okay, pretend there's a robot there or an alien. All yeah. right, now punch that guy in the green suit. So cool. You, you, th- you think it's going to be more of? I think it's what you said. What you originally thought the end of Age of Ultron was going to be. Yeah. Where they, they show them, yeah, they just and, show clips of them fighting around. Yeah, the... I think that's what you'll see. Is or that. If they do uh, something akin to the Infinity Gauntlet storyline where Thanos rewrites all of reality by eliminating half of the people, sure, you could see Matt Murdock and you know, Jessica Jones walking down the street and Jessica Jones disappears. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I know who those two characters are. You know, it's something where if you don't know who they Coulson are, dies. If, if you don't know who they are, it's still a scene that makes sense because you're seeing two people walk down the street and one of them disappears. Right. If you know who they are, you're like, oh, oh, they just got rid of Alias, which they'll probably get rid of Matt Murdock and said, you know, God forbid we'd have anything bad happen to a woman. We could actually have Coulson die again. No, they're never going to get Coulson to die again. The only thing that died with Coulson is his well, He's going to die and then come back on the next season of Agents of <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, and then they're going to do his brain with 
needles or something. Okay, I know we're jumping around here, but Star Wars, Marvel did announce a new book to fill in for Darth Vader. This yes, and we're week. not going to say what it is because it actually gives away the end of Darth Vader. I'm so glad I finished Darth Vader before then. See, I didn't, and I saw it, and I was yep. like, Because, as a matter of fact, I you, just was reading. Get through, you get through the middle of Darth Vader, and you'll realize all the tension is gone. I was just reading 22. And 22 is the one I went home Wednesday, and I read 16 through 21, because that's how far back uh-huh. I was. And then I read 22 through 25 Thursday afternoon, and then I saw it Thursday night. Yeah, I just read yeah, 22. For those that don't know, like, in, in the last shit. solicits for December, there was a classified Star Wars tale. And the rumor started that it was one of two things. It was either going to be set in the time frame of Episode 7, mm-hmm. much like Poe Dameron is, but it's before, but this was going to be between the two films. Um, or it was going to come directly out of whatever happened it, with uh, Darth Vader 25, which is why they didn't release anything for it. But this is the book you said you wanted before, or sort of, in, in, a, in a way. Because two of the characters that are in this, you wanted to see them have their own story. Well, I think it's, it's you can use this book to explore more of the Star Wars universe without having to use the main characters. Yes. And that's, I mean, that's where... where Dark Horse came in and started to do so. This, like, the whole reason that Dark Horse did um, Rogue Squadron was for that very reason. It was right. like, we've got something where we can explore, you know, over the course of 60 issues, we can explore 16 different planets and all these different mm-hmm. things and what well, the war they would really mean. Well, that's and all those Well, others. Droids was a kid book, kid's book, but yeah. No, it's... it's I mean, that's... It, it. The problem with it is you were... I guess, luckily, you, you were able to announce it before everyone had to order it. Yeah, because that was the fear when I looked at it. And I was like, classified. Like you're not going to be able to order that if if you're sitting there for a month. If your FOC comes up in two weeks and you're going, I don't know what this is. How am I supposed to order this? Well, it's a Star Wars book. Yeah, but I'm ordering Star Wars much different than I'm ordering Poe Dameron. Much different than I'm ordering Chewbacca. Much different than I'm ordering Lando. Yeah. You know, there's, there's all different numbers there, and you got to figure out what what you wanted to to do. Um, but yeah, so they they. At least they were able to say what it was before, you know. But the problem was, I, I was in the middle of 22, and I'm reading it, and all of a sudden I know, I'm like, yeah, yeah I know. It's still interesting. I mean, it, was, it ended very well. It was, it, was a, it, was an interesting, it was an interesting book to fly through those last nine issues. Sure. To, just to go through. I want to read the whole thing as one piece, but. Darth Vader was such. I mean, Ethan, if, if there is a Star Wars comic book that you want to pick up, Darth Lando. Vader. <laughs> oh, Lando. The, yeah, Lando. The, Lando's amazing. And it's only a five issue, but is it five or six? It's, it's five. Six. I think is it's it? six. See, I, I would assume it would be six because that would be Princess Leia was six, and I think Chewbacca was six. Also, I thought Lando was five. It could be Poe's five. Poe's an ongoing. Is it? Everyone keeps thinking that Poe's Poe's an ongoing series. Is it I from the start? It... it was an ongoing. It replaced the. It replaced Kanan. Ah, hmm. uh, okay. Um, and then uh, Marvel made another big announcement this week with uh, the Clone Conspiracy. That it's going to be changing, somewhat changing the, I don't even know if I should say it, because it's such a... Well, put it this way, if you... Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what it changes. I, mean, I know, the, I know in, the, the surprises in the book that, uh, that Ross Ritchie and News uh, um, um, Bleeding Cool have ruined two hours before it was in any shop. That was awesome. We love that. I mean, that's just great. Where they put the two big surprises that are in the book, mm-hmm. they put on their front page two hours before any shop in the East opened. Yeah, I just it's, it's comic journalism. And I think I think this has to do with one of them. We'll talk about it off the air because I don't want to ruin it for anyone. That that, but it kind of made me because uh, somebody that's looking forward to this book and I'm yeah, like, I really, I, it was it was a surprise to see Peter fighting Boba Fett. <laughs> and the clones that came from him. I mean, it was really weird. It was weird but... to see him with Rex, you know, and 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 Cody. <sighs> Rex is going to bite it next week. I saw the previous. I haven't seen the. Pro- I haven't uh, seen it next week's. When did you see next week's? Is it the on the end, end of the episode? Yeah. See, uh, yeah, I know you. Where I watch app. it on the app, they don't have yeah, those. I don't care. I'll watch it when it comes <laughs> on. Um, but I the, usually don't watch those, but I happen to watch this one because I was I was actually in the middle of something else. It was just still on. I fast forward through it and I watched. It. I was like, oh man, I'm going to get it next week. What was the other suck. thing we were going to talk about? I don't know. You screwed up the intro sound like six or seven times. So, oh, uh, Guy Ritchie's going to direct the live action version of uh, of 
of Aladdin. I think the more the bigger story of that is how many of these live action adaptations you're going to do. Thanks, John Favreau. Yeah, uh, you made Jungle Book a success, so now they're going to do Lion King. You're going to do Lion King. They're going to do Mulan, and they're going to do Aladdin. Mm-hmm. But they've are... already announced that Mulan will not whitewash the character, no. and it will be a Chinese actress. Every, they said every character will be yeah, Chinese. Every character will be Chinese. Yeah, I wonder why. Let's let's see. It's China. 1.6 million people. Mm-hmm. Movies mix. Oh, yeah, that's right. China has a huge we'll movie the, market. And people, yeah. there was backlash with the ancient one and with... Uh, the ancient one's such a BS anyway because yeah. it's just like so many of those Marvel comics were whitewashed in the first place. Yes. Now I got someone, there's someone online who's talking about the fact that Danny Rand was like, I can't believe they, they, they got a white actor to play Danny Rand. I know, I saw that. And and I was like, like, you realize what? he's white. He's from New York. Yeah. And it was just like, no, 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 I mean, he's a martial artist. Like, okay, first off, not all martial artists are Japanese or Chinese, bro. Let's calm down. Not everyone, not everyone who's Asian knows how to use nunchucks. And not everyone who knows how to use nunchucks is Asian. So let's throw that out the window. They should have been more upset that he was an English actor yeah. playing a New Yorker. I was like, yes, if it was Shang-Chi. <laughs> yes. You know, the Kung Fu, hands of, deadly hands of Kung Fu, and it's like, you know, Justin Bieber's playing him. <laughs> then you have a problem. Yes. Well, I'd you have know, a problem with just because it was Justin Bieber. No, I'd have a problem with the fact that it wouldn't be someone like Donnie Wen or something. Like, yeah, that guy could play. <laughs> the guy who played Imp Man could totally play uh, uh, Shang-Chi. That'd be awesome. Yeah. They got to do Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi would be great. Just as a single phone, like, not even really connected. Mm-hmm. Almost like a blade where it's like, this could take place in that universe and no one would ever know. Yeah. But just have him just, oh, it'd be so cool. And then he shows up in an Avengers film and just beats the crap out of the bad guy. We can't stop Kang the Conqueror. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, he's all gone. See you later. The Secret Avengers, man. That Warren Ellis run when he faces a space station by himself. <laughs> so. The best. Um, but yeah, so they're doing live action. They're doing live action of all these properties that they already own because it's like, we don't have to pay anybody to do it. Well, it's they already did property. Cinderella. They've already done. They did uh, Cinderella that nobody Maleficent. remembers. Maleficent isn't, a, isn't an adaptation of an original piece. Sure. Uh, it, it's somewhat original. The Jungle Beauty, Book's the big thing. Beauty, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast is the one it, I forgot. It's the next one coming done, out. Which... More Emma Watson, mm-hmm. I'm fine with them. So like, yeah. yeah, make whatever. <laughs> no, it looks really nice. Just by no, and that's like the thing is, it's not them. like they're terrible. Cinderella, from all accounts, obviously, I didn't see it was it, good. From all accounts, was was a decent film. This is what people look for. Jungle Book was very good, mm-hmm. and yes. Beauty Beast looks good. They have top talent doing it. I can't remember who's doing Mulan. Um, not someone you would we would recognize, but anyway. So, so I yeah, know Favreau's doing Lion King. Mm-hmm. Which he already has most molds for animals, yeah. so it doesn't matter. It's like that one makes sense. Lion yeah. King might be the the hardest one because there's, there's no, no humans, humans in, it. in it. Yeah, that's it's a complete you know uh, it's humanless as long as it's not humorless. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> make it really dark. <laughs> oh well, my god, have pretty you seen, dark. Have already. you seen the shot of the Scarface poster? But it's Scar. Yes. It's Scar's head and the Scarface was just, yes! That's awesome. Um, I would put that, I hate it. Scarface is a terrible film. Sorry, everyone who thinks it's great. What do you think about Guy Ritchie, though, doing Aladdin? Guy Ritchie's a good director. No, he's an amazing director, but he, he's very style... He has a very. Unique are you worried style. that are you worried that no one in the film is going to be able to be understood? <laughs> no, there we go. It's going to be all like Cockney accents. The problem with Aladdin is what do you do with the genie? That's that, and that's, that's exactly. the first time I heard. That, I was like, that's not the film to do yes. because if anyone is as absolutely tied to a Disney character uh-huh. in one of these films, Robin Williams is the genie. Because that's the thing. Robin Williams is the genie in the first one. Hey. Dan Castanella is the genie in the second one. There's a second one. Robin Williams is the genie in the third one because his kids are like, do the genie again. Okay. Yeah. So that's who are you going to put there? I mean, that, that's that's my favorite. What, what, obviously, that character's got to be CG. Well, no, it's got to be CG, but it's going to be CG. Then I was wondering. And doing a play is different because, you know, they have someone doing the genie mm-hmm. in the play. That's very different than a live action multi million dollar picture that they put on every screen. Do you the entire just dub world. in Robin Williams? You voice? can't. You've got to change the, the dialogue. Is going to be different. Sure. If you do the same movie, there's no point. I mean, if you do Jungle Book, is very different than the Jungle Book they did. Yes. You know, it's it's different than the original story. It's different than the Disney fight story. It's closer to the original story. It's closer, but it's still different than the original yes. story. Well, do you think that you find an actor that can kind of mimic Robin Williams? I think that's the mistake. I think that's I the think, biggest mistake. I think if no. you're going to do it. You've got to find a big personality, but it's got to be different. Uh huh. And I can't think of anyone offhand that James you would Corbin. do that. 
No. You don't think so? I think James Corbin would be perfect. You need you need a big personality. You need like Ricky Gervais to do it. But it'd be but Ricky see, Gervais is not going to do that type. But see, of character. James Corbin has that Ricky Gervais kind of personality. I don't. I don't think so. He, he, it's not. It's big in his, in his show, but it, it, in his uh, in his nightly show. But it is in some of his acting that he he's done. Well, breaking news: it's going to be Justin Bieber. Shut up. Um. But no, just Guy Ritchie is very stylistic when he, with yeah. directing. Well, I know. I mean, Aladdin now takes place in the suburbs of London. There's a bunch of... <laughs> Aladdin's no Aladdin, Middle Eastern. Aladdin, yeah, Aladdin's got guns. He's no longer rubbing a lamp. He's rubbing a gun. You know, he just comes in like, Prince Iris, Jasmine, you're mine. Jasmine's wearing light well, clothes. You, you know, I, yeah. Brad Pitt's doing the voice of Aladdin. What's um, in the box? Madonna's doing the song. <laughs> Yeah, Madonna would be on a Guy Ritchie movie now. I know. It was a joke because, yeah, she was married to him for so long. Um, no, but, I mean, do you think Disney's going... Do you, um, I had the same feeling when I... As Disney's going to do heard, everything. I'm, I'm all it, well, but... It's, it's I'm easier all for them but, to redo their own properties. <coughs> they don't Some of it, that's the, either their, their own properties or properties that they've adapted to kind of their own story. Because I've got... I've, there's just this feeling in my head, Little Mermaid's next. Oh, they've already talked about Little, Little Mermaid. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, they they announced who was going to be the Little Mermaid. I, think, well, I, think uh, I can't remember now who was going to be. The no, Little they were talking about do, casting do, options do, for. Do, do, do. I do remember. I remember seeing something about it, but I don't remember who. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, uh, I, I felt the same way. It was Aladdin. Seems like yeah. because... little, live action Little Mermaid moves movie moves. Wow, live action Little Mermaid movie moves. Forward at Disney. <laughs> Two L's to three M's. Good Lord. Yes. Uh, oh. Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to do the the music with Alan Menken. But did you watch the, did you watch the Lin-Manuel SNL? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I have it on tape. I, I, I have it on tape. There's I, someone who's supposed to be so talented. I never... When you have a week where the host is always the straight gun, yes, that's a problem. They, they were like saying they don't that, play any characters. They don't do anything funny. Everybody was uh, saying is once you get past the the political stuff, it's no, it, it doesn't work. It, the, there was there was one or two in there that were kind of funny, but it was like you really had to get past. It's not him. It's yeah. you know, it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, no, but the genie, the genie part of Aladdin is is going to be the tough thing. And when you watch it, you're going. Everybody's automatically going to do the same thing. It's not Robin Williams. I almost cried when I heard they were doing Aladdin because I love the genie so much because of Robin Williams and what he brought to it. So, you know... Yeah, they don't say anybody that's actually cast or uh, in uh, the running. Universal Pictures and Working Title have also been developing with their own Little Mermaid project with Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, that's who it was, yes. Rebecca Thomas directing screenplay, but it's not a Disney film. No, and Chloe Chloe Grace is... um, I think she's even taking time off from acting now. I don't even know if that's even that's accurate anymore. Yeah, because that invasion film didn't do very well for her. The was it the fifth week or something? Whatever. Yeah. Fifth wave. Fifth wave. But no, there was something else that she had just decided I mean, that she was taking time off. Right. So, anyways, what, let's what? take some time off. We're gonna take off a whole week, and we'll talk to you next week. Does that make sense? We no. Take a whole week off anyway. Sure. Why not? Because we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll wrap things up now. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter, at Nerdable Show, and check us out on Instagram. We are Nerdables. So for Chris, Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week.